0: Salt and Bone, a podcast about conjuring
1: skills for the apocalypse. I'm Jenna. I'm a farmer, fermenter, forager, witch, and enthusiastic naturalist.
0: I'm Kami, a supreme hyphenate artist, producer, organizer, etc., born in Scarborough into an Armenian family displaced from the Swana region. Welcome to Salt and Bone. I'm Kami. I'm Jenna. And we're here to conjure skills for the apocalypse.
1: Welcome to our first episode. Intro episode. Our hype episode. Our hype episode. So we're going to talk about why we're doing this. So I think like apocalypse is a heavy word. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think when you hear it, it conjures a lot of its own weight and density. Mm -hmm. So it seems pretty final guess so like we want to say that this isn't like a doomsday prepper
0: uh podcast that it is not let's start with what this is not and it's not
1: yeah it's not that for sure um this is more like a discussion on kind of like diy skill building mm -hmm. uh to prepare for just life in general Mm -hmm. but also the change
0: that's happening and i think that has a lot to do with the way that we define apocalypse ourselves or our relationship to it you know and you were saying the other day about what apocalypse means definition of it mm-hmm. um, and it's not it's not really what we think it is we think it's the end right or the end of the world but yeah looking it up i was very surprised i was like ah,
1: apocalypse means the end of things right like the end of all things but it actually means uh it's derived from greek so it really means an uncovering mm-hmm. which is so fucking amazing i really like that so like a disclosure or revelation of great knowledge is what apocalypse means.
0: Yeah, and that's I think what we're leaning into here is unveiling uh, the great knowledge. Knowledge is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like you mentioned before, like an end is a beginning. Yes, yes. Is an end. Yeah. Is a beginning. Yes.
0: And, and I so think, on.
1: yeah, By also like energetically we're not trying to manifest an apocalypse. It's more just kind of building those skills and acknowledging
0: difference and change the constant building skills around the constant um end, and and re, rebirths i think also right um in a lot of ways i feel like we are inside of apocalypse all the time so for me it's just like building the skills to adapt and survive and yeah. thrive inside of it
1: and like we've been talking about the apocalypse since we met yeah I think as two people with Scorpio rising like it's not not going to come up
0: (laughs) I actually remember the moment that I was really going to vibe with you was you were at my house and we were talking about um, preparing our land for being more resilient and things like that it was around like water I can't remember water conservation and um, we were talking about taking over spaces what we would do if shit really Mm. hit the fan and we were like yeah, what if we just took over that one uh, summer camp cabin uh, area and then we both went... Oh, yeah. At the same time.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That oh, I do remember that.
0: Uh, yeah. It was good. It was a really good moment for us, <clears throat> both of our heads, to go there. I think it says a lot. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. And
1: then, yeah, you would have texted me and you were like, do you want to just have like a roundtable discussion every month on... Like, apocalypse skills, Mm -hmm. and then this is how this was born. It's like, no, it's podcast. Yeah. This is a good catalyst for learning for us, as well as other people.
0: I mean, we've been talking about it for so long, and I feel like we text back and forth about it a lot. You know, I'm always texting you being like, is this the time to plant this thing, and what do I do with this, you know? So I feel like we go back and forth, and we might as well share it with folks, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think so.
1: So... (laughs) we've got a lot of heavy words in the title of the podcast true so we did talk about apocalypse already as in it is an uncovering Mm -hmm. versus an end Mm -hmm. and there's something really beautiful that i would just like to read so this is from the archetype guidebook by kim kranz which is such an amazing it's like a deck of cards uh like oracle cards and they're like this this deck of cards has like changed my life. It's so amazing. It has so much information in it and so much knowledge. that kind of leads to other things. So one of the cards that she has here is uh, the Apocalypse card. And it says, removing the veil of deception. Apocalypse indicates a particularly painful time, one that unfolds when two disparate dynamics occur simultaneously, pulling the psyche in seemingly opposite directions. The first is a lifting of the veil. This means truths that have been kept in the dark are revealed, seen, and unearthed. No matter how relieving it is to witness them come into the light, an element of despair and grief follows. The second dynamic is the regeneration that comes from the wreckage of the revealed truth. The old narrative breaks and a new story forms. Apocalypse energy is similar to a forest fires, devastation for the sake of regeneration. The veil lifts and we see who and what has been hiding. From the nakedness of the truth, a child is born. Have faith in the process. Hold to your center. That is the only way. Brace yourself for the horse of truth to storm your every field. It's like the story of my
0: life. <laughs> <laughs> a constant forest fire. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Those You've talked about those cards. I feel like this is a good opportunity for you to say a little bit about yourself. Because I feel like um, I pulled that card at one of our new moon gatherings. Yeah, we've Why been that?
1: having new moon, full moon gatherings outside when we can so that's pretty interesting it's always good to draw a card or make some intentions release some some things burn so many palettes, burn an organ Organ? yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah so it's always good to kind of check in and see what's going on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so salt and bone salt and bone let's talk about the title of the podcast a little bit all right so we keep joking about salt Mm -hmm. and i love it so much because if we kind of, like, roundtable think the apocalypse, we're like, what are we going to do about salt?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because Where we are currently. Where we are. Yeah. So we're in, like, cent- south central Ontario. We're not near the ocean. Um, how are we going to have salt? So salt's super important. Mm-hmm. Salt, for me, is, like, wealth. Like, empires are founded and destroyed on salt. Salt has been currency in the past. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the number one fucking trade good for uh, ancient civilizations... And things like that. So salt, super important. Yeah. And what would you do with salt? Why is it important? So salt, like when your body needs salt to regulate a lot of its functions and it's not something like we can't make sodium in our body. Mm -hmm. So it is something that we have to find from like food sources and Mm -hmm. it's naturally occurring in plants and, you know, proteins and things like that. But uh, especially the ability it gives us to preserve food, Mm -hmm. that is like it's number one kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, have you ordered
0: a, a bulk <laughs> size? Are we um, gonna go? Are we gonna go half season on something like that? Let's or? do it. So like, I run a fermentation
1: company, and really, that's just like combining salt and vegetables uh, <laughs> to preserve food for longer. So I live, I live by salt, yeah. and yeah, I do order pallets of salt in at a time. Uh, so it would be super fun just to, like, stock a basement full of salt. In our crawl space. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, really, what do you do? And, like, this is part of this podcast, too, where you're like, oh, cool, all right, it's the apocalypse, or, oh, shit's fucked up, and, like, everything's changed. What do I do about this, 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 and this? Mm-hmm. So we kept coming back to salt because it's super basic staple, but it's very important. Yeah. Uh, I've got some interesting salt facts. I'd love to hear them. Okay. (laughs) So let's see here. Um, oh, okay. So, you know, when we were talking about one of our future episodes was like, let's do a choose your own adventure on like how to get gas or how to get salt. Right. So I was like, okay, how do we get salt? Yes. So actually Ontario is home to the world's largest salt mine.
0: Okay. And I didn't know that. So that's interesting. Yeah. A salt mine. Yeah. Where are they mining salt from? So this
1: is in Goderich, Ontario, which is on Lake Huron. and which it is not too far. far. No, no. I Google mapped it. So if you drive four and a half hours, if you walk four days, if you ride a bicycle one day, I was like, that's not unreasonable. If this was like the apocalypse,
0: so we needed salt. <laughs> Stuff like that freaks me out. You know why? Because I'm like it's great that it's so close, but I also feel like it's not so great because then (laughs) people are going to be coming through here a lot. Like I think about that, like how desirable is the place that you are in terms of resources. And maybe that's just my paranoia coming through because I don't trust people. I think people are shit. That might be my Scorpio rising as well. I second that. (laughs) So when it comes to being, you know, in proximity, it's good. I'm glad that we're just not there physically. Like we're not that's not the town that we're at, you know. Cuz having in, but... a resource implies protecting that resource. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And we're going to talk a lot about protection too and not not again from like a doomsday angle, but yeah. just like <laughs> you know, protecting our families, protecting our land, our vaginas, yeah. you know, our genitals in general. Mm-hmm. Any resources that you have,
1: any yes. sorts of, like, because, I mean, if things are really bad out there, yeah. and, like, really, we're going to get into, like, what does the apocalypse look like? Because there's so many different ways this could go down or manifest, really. Different so.
0: versions of it, especially depending on where you are geographically, right? Yeah. You know, different things to think about. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. So salt, We could get it. I, anyways, I was like, this is very, <laughs> yeah. this is exciting for me, because if you could imagine, like, having to, like, trek to the ocean. Yeah. Or, like, you're trading with other people.
0: At that point, I think we would move. <laughs> I don't think, you know, I think it would make sense to just caravan out of here <clears> if we're having to walk or drive yeah. all the way to Or, the like, coast. we
1: have the salt person. We're like, yeah. go. Yeah. Please, please return. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you come <laughs> back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, salt, uh, in this, like, salt mine in Goderich, it is huge. It's, like, 1,800 feet below, Lake Huron. It employs, like, 400 people. it's fucking huge and it's it exists there because where we are like the great lakes this used to be an ocean and there's salt deposits and salt veins all kind of through so
0: do you know what they're mining it for
1: they're mining it it for it's less culinary okay it's more like road salt okay um, Okay, some table salt industrial salt okay you can still eat that shit
0: because i know there is salt people are mining salt for different, for also for lithium, right? There's like salt deserts and stuff. Oh, and there. it's really gnarly. Yeah. It's a whole thing because lithium is like, yeah, huh. an important, um, huh. you know, we have it right in our phones and yeah. Right. Um, electric cars, like all those things. So it brings up a lot around, you know, sustainability and like corporate. Yeah. covers and stuff. But that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> and also, Canada's number five in salt production in the world. I was very surprised. 3.92% hmm. of the world's salt right here, Canada. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's salt. Salt is important for bodies. I also think that like livestock needs salt, too. Like, it is something that you need to, to be getting those. from your food because it does different things. Like, it transmits nerve impulses and helps contract and release muscle fibers and helps maintain like proper fluid balance. How do you get salt for, to your livestock? Uh, a lot of the times there's like salt licks and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they're getting it from food sources. Like there's plants around here like colt's foot, which comes up in the spring, kind of looks like dandelion, but it's yeah. different. It has a larger uh, natural sodium content mm-hmm. than other things. So right. there's ways to go about this, yeah. but worth a large think, which is what we're doing. Salt like Salt! <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about bones? Bone. Bone. You start on bone. <clears throat> well, for me, bones have a specifically, uh, you know, it's significant for me because in my lineage, um, I'm Armenian. Um, my ancestors are Armenian on both sides. And we do a lot of bone divination. Mm. And in general, a lot of my work... As an artist, as an organizer, as a writer, as a producer, everything that I do um, is pretty centered around ancestral reclamation Mm -hmm. and also, um, you know, turning to my ancestry and my ancestral knowledge and practices and uh, traditions as forms of survival. So they inform the way that I survive and I thrive today Mm. um, in a lot of ways. And my ancestors were survivors. They survived the genocide. So I really to them when I think about the apocalypse I think okay like they experienced it in a major way like they almost didn't exist as people, right you know so um I think about the ways what was important for them to survive and I talk to my family as much as possible to ask them you know um what was important and 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 it's it's uh it's often really psychological which I Mm -hmm. think is something we're going to dig into this podcast right is talking about the psych the psychological aspects of survival right it's not just uh about food and water you know it's also you know you got like fortifying yourself on all fronts exactly yeah and um so when i think about bones i think about the bones of my ancestors and how they hold so much knowledge right so much um that's great uh you know of course so much of the trauma is where we inherited we inherited through our genetics obviously but also, I think as much, I believe that as much as we inherit trauma, I think we also inherit resilience and the ability to survive, right? What year was the Armenian genocide? 1915 is the official date, <clears throat> but there were pogroms before that as experiments. So what's yeah. the,
1: your grandmother, great-grandmother? My great-grandmother. Your great-grandmother. My great-grandmother. were survivors, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. so not that far back, the family. Not at all. At I mean, my great-grandmother.
0: Amazing. I grew, I grew up. Like, you know, she was around. Yeah. When I was 12, so I knew her. Okay. So, Um, definitely
1: information that has been passed through. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, just even verbally as well as physically. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, for bones, it really, for me, bones are ancestors, Um, you know. And uh, also, bones are so nutritious. Like, thinking about bones
1: are so nutritious. And really, like, the marrow inside of bones, Mm -hmm. I was looking up and it's like so insane what marrow does. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like we're red and white blood cells are made as well as platelets and those transport oxygen for the red and the white is like essentially your immune system Mm. all resides like in the bones yes and also like if you're thinking about eating bones you're cracking into that marrow for sure oh yeah because it's such a powerhouse of nutrition Yes. yes 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 and a lot of times people uh people ignore that
0: yeah and also to think of bones bones were like uh I mean, don't quote me on this, but I know that one of the earlier tools were made mm-hmm. with bones, right? Um, so to think of that as like a part of what we're doing here is like, what tools do you have? What skills do yeah, you have? Yeah, that's good. And what skills do you need? Uh, what, you know, uh, what tools can you cultivate? Yeah. And Why? And bones are structure, right? Uh, mm-hmm. They're our body structure
1: and support system, but, like, they protect our organs and soft parts as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're really doing so much stuff and kind of people don't really think about them that much mm-hmm. other than, like, when you fuck them up. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, they're there and it's, like, how we move. But also really about bones, it's really, like, one of the only things that's left behind. hmm Of bodies and, like, civilizations yes. and
0: historical records. So it's a reminder of endings in a lot yeah. of ways, right? It's um yeah. Yep, salt survival, bones ending. <laughs> Conjuring <laughs> skills <clears throat> to get you through it all. <laughs> so what are we on to next? Oh, where are we? Yeah. What, where are we right now in terms of uh, life, times, life and times?
1: It's uh, March 2021, it
0: so is. we live in
1: Ontario, southern Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in a place called Prince Edward County.
0: Yep. Um, and Prince Edward County, um, we are traditionally on the Huron-Wendat, Haudenosaunee, and Anishinaabe Territory. And we live adjacent to the Mohawk community of Tyendinaga. Uh, just a stone's throw away. It is Loyalist uh, country here, which uh, Colonialist is country. colonial. Colonial, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it uh, has a really heavy historical connotation. I think um, that uh, feels kind of important to name in this context, right? Because the Loyalists were they were loyal to the British uh, Empire, and um, they lost. So they were given the county. That's why my family's here. That's why your family's oh, yeah. here. Oh, My family, oh, wow. like,
1: loyalists from, like, the 1770s oh, for fascinating. sure. fascinating. I didn't know that. Yep, they say loyal to the crown, and then they were granted land up here.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> land is what you're given back then, right? Yeah, it is. Um, But, yeah, in terms of when it is, we are uh, a year into the pandemic. It's so like a year this weekend yes yeah and so perfect timing yeah (laughs) Uh, a week away from the equinox also um and i think it's important to acknowledge that uh we've been thinking about this shit long before the pandemic okay like this isn't a bandwagon situation (laughs) this is i know a lot of people have been thinking about the apocalypse uh since the pandemic because this is definitely some apocalyptic um times that we're living in we're
1: gonna get into our relationship like how we got into this in like Mm -hmm. episode one for sure Mm -hmm. like our journeys to to here but yeah even that we have been thinking about this for many years of our lives like decades when you were like 18 yeah for sure yeah but even so like the events of the last year like covid and how everything has changed has been a huge shake up to society and has made me rethink and kind of like reaffirm some of the things that I want to tighten up on and get better at Mm -hmm. and you know
0: prepare for yeah and level up you know level up for sure you know every year I'm like okay I'm gonna see if I can make my get my own eggs okay get my own dairy then it's like you're you're getting your own meat you've been getting your own meat for ages so Mm -hmm. I gotta yeah I gotta catch up to you for sure But yeah, Um, like I think COVID is such a huge shakeup, like you can embrace the chaos. I mean,
1: it might've ruined your life. It might've made your life better. There's mm -hmm. so many different stories. Everyone's got a different one, but it did change things. Like we can't deny that things are changed. And I do think it made people aware of like the fragility of our situation. Mm. Like, do you remember trying to go buy flour at the fucking grocery store in March, like late March? I know. There was nothing of several different ingredients. I have a food business. I saw the food chain like shut down, change mm-hmm. prices, inflate immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, just like people were a little more aware that you can't just go to the store and get everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, like jars sold out. Because jars sold out. Was Seeds sold out. Seeds sold out. Chickens. Oh, yeah. We couldn't get chickens last year. You had to yeah. wait till forever to get yeah. yours. Yeah, it's fascinating, right? People panicked and like, yeah. were like, oh, "Gotta feed myself." Yeah, so, yeah, I, you know. Could have been doing that before, too, man. <laughs> you know, Definitely could have. I'm excited to
1: see where people land this year after, like, picking up, like, gardening and, like, people getting different livestock and trying it out to see if it's, like, year two, let's keep doing this, or, like, mm-hmm. fuck that, like, yeah, yeah. break back to it, like, yeah, yeah.
0: watch TV and, like, ignore everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, TV. That's something else, right? Entertainment during the apocalypse. That's something we're going to get into. Maybe we can talk a little bit about now what's to come, yeah. you know, what to expect from this podcast
1: yeah we've got a lot of ideas and I think like one of the the thing that I'm really most excited about here is kind of like building a community um like a podcast community for sure Mm -hmm. uh we want to hear your stories and we're going to be tapping a lot of resources that we have available to us like people and like you know people with a lot of experience or experts um yeah like we really want to share a lot of skills that's why we're doing this
0: and learn, right? Because we're we not—we're not really experts ourselves, and we nope. want to. We want to learn, and we want to learn with you, right? Um, yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, I'm excited for that. It's like a weird line to walk, and that's what we're trying to figure out. It's like we're not manifesting it, but we're thinking about it. We're not doomsday prepping, but we're going to talk about how to do some very practical shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also just. It's empowering, also, yes. to just have have those skills. You know? I, yeah, yeah, I
1: a million percent believe yeah. that. Um, I like to gather all of those skills and mm-hmm. just kind of keep them in your toolbox, yeah, ready to deploy yeah. at any moment. <laughs> my, my bone box. And it my doesn't... Box. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not just, like, something that you're like, oh, apocalypse, like, activate. Yeah. It's like, these are things that literally you could be doing in your day yeah. life. And, like, we live in a rural environment here too so these are things that are part of our lives on a daily basis already yeah it's a farming
0: it's a farm like there's a lot of farmers around here it's traditionally an agricultural area yeah
1: Yeah. so yeah a long history of that and you know interesting things too like shipping because we're like an island that sticks out in the lake ontario the states are not far away Mm -hmm. over water so there's a lot of possibilities here for this interesting island community Mm -hmm. which the new york times calls a canadian island where hip meets historic
0: that's horrific. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just never want to hear that again. <laughs> Once the apocalypse starts, no yeah. one will think that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I thought about where we're positioned, right? Because we have we have military out here, and mm-hmm. we're an island. So my first thing was like, we would just burn the bridges. You just blow up the bridges. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but people can swim. It kind of depends. Depends on the season, though. I guess you know. Praying for a winter apocalypse. Ooh, <laughs> not me. <Yeah. laughs> Um, so yeah, in terms of what's to come, we're going to be doing, um, our first episode going to be talking about the apocalypse and you. Mm. So what your relationship to the apocalypse is and also what the apocalypse could look like for you. You might be living in California, so you might be doing a lot of earthquake prepping, you mm-hmm. know, or thinking or water, uh, wow. for example. So, um, or you might be, you know, there's so many different ways it can look, Right. And me being a huge science fiction fan, growing up watching all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, the whole gamut, like from zombie to oh yeah to AI, you know, um, different versions of the world. Right. Uh, so we're going to talk about, yeah, different versions of what the
1: apocalypse is going to look like in episode one. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about two. We're going to go through the elements. That's mm-hmm. going to be some of our early ones, like water, fire, earth, and air. Mm-hmm. And kind of like tying in the themes through that. Because mm-hmm. what's more basic than that?
0: Yeah. So it'll be a little bit of skill building, but also a little bit of just... Um, um, You know, touching on the psychological aspects of it, right, and the social aspects of it, so it won't just be hard skills. No, um, at all. No, no. There are books for that. Yeah, that you can read that we will recommend to you on our resource page. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna Um, talk about
1: like apocalypse movies and fiction as well. We've got some fun segments like the apocalypse van. Yes, I'm so
0: excited for that. (laughs) Yes, I don't want to give too much away about that. The apocalypse (laughs) general store is gonna be really fun too, right? Um, Choose your own adventure apocalypse and uh some story time too you know we're really interested in people's survival stories from the past but also even just um you know because it's it's you know it's contextual right like different people there's people living different versions of the apocalypse today in Mm -hmm. war uh, famine you know all around the world so i think we're really i'm interested in hearing people's survival stories
1: yeah absolutely because i mean kind of acknowledging that things are changing acknowledges that you have to change Mm -hmm. and how are you going to do that and adapt because we honestly most of us live pretty soft lifestyles like things are pretty easily available Mm -hmm. and we're not really tested with those challenges at all on Mm -hmm. a daily yearly decade lifetime
0: basis yeah we have access to antibiotics otherwise we would die (laughs) We would just straight die. Yeah, for sure. Back then. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: we'll talk about the journeys on how people got to that and also the importance of those (laughs) like evolutions and information. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm really excited. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. This is fun. This is basically just us recording our conversations that we have (laughs) pretty much every time we get together.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Here we go. This has been Salt and Bone. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Yes. Um, and if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review. It sounds shitty to ask for that in some ways, but it really makes a huge
0: fucking difference. As you know, if you listen to podcasts. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know the deal. Rate us, review, give us some love. All right. See everybody later. Instagram at Salt and Bone Podcast and write a review on your favorite listening platform.